come here, get off. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Hey, y'all. <laughs> Welcome to this week's episode of the Turn On. Oh. <laughs> Keep going. Sorry. Okay. Welcome to this week's episode of the Turn On. Uh, this week, we're reading from Erotic Confessions of the Mildly Perverse, a collection of short stories by Mistress Envy. We are actually reading two stories from this collection. Uh, It was published in 2018, so sit back, relax, get your wine, your weed, and your accoutrements, and we'll see you on the other side. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Erotic Confessions of the Mildly Perverse by Mistress Envy. The Tease. Sex is overrated. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard, and when he said it, I should have walked away from him. How can anyone who thinks this way be given any of my damn time? But somehow, he has managed to consume all of my thoughts. Well, not really him. His penis. It's become my obsession. It's my own private hell. He makes me touch it every day. He takes pleasure in my pain, and the more that I beg for it, the harder it gets. But he only allows me to touch it through his pants. I don't even get to feel the warmth of it. He was kind enough to let me see it once, but only for a second. If he's feeling gracious, he might fondle me a little, you know, suck on my tits, rub my ass, and finger me. But those things seldom happen. The one constant is that I always have to touch his dick. Thoughts of it swim around in my head all the time. I think of it so often that I've given it a name, Dominant. I try to resist him. I give myself a pep talk every day. You can do this. You won't talk to him. Don't look directly at him. But my vagina's in control. Where he is, she has to be. I try to talk her out of it. You can have someone else, I tell her. You don't even know if he'll lick you the right way. Let's call somebody we've already had. Her answer is always the same. No. Why is she so damn crazy? Why am I letting her be in control? It's at the point where he isn't even a person. He's sex. He's desire. He's lust. His penis is the answer to everything. Hungry? Dominic can feed you. Sad? Dominic will brighten your day. Should I buy a house? Dominic is a real estate agent. I know how ridiculous this all sounds. It's absolutely nuts. And I'm not bragging, but I'm very attractive. I have men trying to get in my panties all the time. These other men are funny, cute, and might be good in bed, but none of this matters to her. This is my fault. I let him know too much. I told that stingy bastard how crazy my vagina makes men. I told him how I've heard all vaginas are the same, but after sex with me, Men do things they never thought they would. For example, a very inexperienced young man told me that he didn't like to eat pussy and he wasn't going to do it. I didn't argue with him. I didn't try to convince him otherwise. I didn't force him the first two times. However, on the third go round, he was begging me to eat it. 
I sat on his face and gave him a lesson. After that, he was calling me just to eat it. I also shared the story of an older gentleman. The older man told me that he wasn't into anything remotely kinky. He said that he would not, under any circumstances, choke, spank, or do anything that resembled BDSM. A month later, I had his ass tied up, blindfolded, and taking hits on the stomach with my riding crop. I wasn't bragging. I was just giving him a disclaimer in case he wanted to take a trip to crazy town. Unfortunately, he's using this information against me. I ask him how he can be so strong. How is it that I can awaken dominant with just a smile, but he resists ripping my clothes off? He tells me that I'm used to getting my way when he's going to fix it. He's right. I do need to be fixed. I need him to fix it by not teasing me. I need him to give it to me. I should be in the afterglow right now instead of wanting to rip someone's face off due to intense levels of sexual frustration. He's got me all messed up in the head. I can't even masturbate. I pull out my toys, but none of them excite me. I want to watch porn, but I get jealous. Why is it that these bitches get to come and I'm over here horny as hell? All of this is pure nonsense. I am literally choosing to be an abstinent psychopath because of one man, a man who tortures me daily. But today is a day that I turn this around. I have to gain control of the situation no matter how hard it's going to be. I have to be strong. And he should be over here any minute. I see him pulling up in the driveway. I open the front door. Touch it, he commands. I don't even get a proper greeting. Dominic's only half awake, but I can see his head begin to poke through his pants. But I'm not giving in to this shit. I will not. So I whisper, no. He looks shocked and confused. Excuse me? He asks. I look him in the eyes and defiantly respond, no, I don't want to. He tries to force my hand on Dominic. I ball my hand into a fist. He grabs me by my elbow and pulls me closer to him. I still don't give in. I ignore all the cuss words that my vagina is yelling at me. I am not going to let her or Dominic control me anymore. Would you like to come in? Maybe have something to eat? I ask him. He passes me and sits on my couch. He looks so sexy when he's angry. He stares at me and says, take your panties off. I sit in a chair across from him and open my legs. I would, but I'm not wearing any. I coldly respond. Even from this distance, I can see the dominant is at full attention. But I'm not playing this game. I am not going to touch dominant. I am not going to plead for him to be inside me. I will not let this man keep having this hold over me. Come sit next to me. No. He sees how serious I am, so now he starts pulling out all his tricks. He grabs and tugs Dominic. I inhale deeply, but I don't move. He removes his jacket. He's wearing a V-neck t-shirt, and he slightly flexes his bicep. I want to run over and bite his arm, but I don't move. I adjust myself in a chair, and he laughs at me. He bites his bottom lips so slowly, but I am not moving. All this resistance is turning me on, but you're not going to be able to keep this up. 
<sighs> He's a cocky bastard. This confidence only fuels my determination to stay the course. Despite the growing anger between my legs and my erect nipples, I will not subject myself to another round of dry humping. Either this man is going to finally give me what I want, or we both going to have to be miserable. We sit in silence for a few more minutes. He hasn't taken his eyes off me. I think of everything except his massive erection. I keep crossing my legs to stop the tears of anguish from escaping my pussy and running down my thighs. I stand up and head toward the door. It was so nice of you to stop by. I really must let you go. He smiles, stands, and walks over to me. He tries to kiss me, but I turn my head. You don't want to kiss him goodbye, he says while glancing down at Dominant. Nope, but thank you for the offer, I reply. He rubs Dominant against my ass, and I feel weak, but I am not going to do this. The only way I am giving in to any of his advances is if I'm guaranteed Dominant. He leans into me and grazes my ear with his lips. I'm getting weaker now. He looks at me. He grabs my face and kisses me passionately. I'm no longer in control. He rips off my shirt and my bare breasts are exposed. He raises my skirt above my waist. I want to run from him, but I can't. He pulls his pants down. He's not wearing any underwear. I can see all of Dominant. I feel like crying. Is this really going to happen? He taps Dominant against my clit. Yes, this is about to happen. What is that damn ringing? Where is it coming from? I wait for my dream to answer the phone. Hello? I sleepily answer. It's him. I'm on my way over. Get up. He hangs up. Here we go again. The train. Good morning, Bernice. Morning, Bob, I murmur. I hate mornings. I hate this job. And I really hate Bob. I just want to get to my cubicle and start these eight mundane hours. I wish people would just leave me alone. All these fake people in here make my ass hurt. Well, almost everyone. There are two people in here that actually make another part of my anatomy throb. The train. Dominique and David, or the train, are the sexiest men I have ever laid eyes on. They dress well, smell delicious, and are beyond charming. The only problem is that neither of them knows I exist. I mean, why would they? I'm antisocial. I don't go to company outings. I don't eat in a break room. I'm overly sarcastic and a tad bit petty. I wear black every day because I'm dead on the inside. But once a month at the staff meeting, I get to look at and lust over the train. I call them the train because that's exactly what I want them to run on me. I know more politically correct, prissy, or prude women will refer to it as a menage a trois. However, that's just a sugar-coated, flowery way to refer to two men ramming all available holes at the same damn time. 
No matter what term you prefer, it's all the same. I can never choose one of them, so why not get dirty with both at the same time? Today is my favorite day, Staff Meeting Tuesday. If I'm lucky, maybe I can sit close enough to sniff one of them. As I head toward the conference room, Bob stops me. Hey, Bernice, did you get a chance to review the report I sent you? I respond with a blank stare. Oh, well, uh, if you don't mind, I need you to look at it before the week is over. Now, I'm annoyed. I'm watching everyone, including a train, going to the conference room, and I'm stuck in the hallway talking to this jerk. <sighs> Bob, I don't know if anyone has told you, but you are not my supervisor. Good luck to you and that damn report. I don't give him a chance to respond. I head into the conference room and notice that almost all the chairs are taken. I head to the back of the room. My knees buckle slightly when I spot an empty seat between a train. I rush to the seat. I don't even smooth the back of my dress before I sit, so there's a small piece of my bare ass touching the cold folding chair. Good morning, they both say to me in unison. Mm, morning, I stammer. I hope this doesn't take all morning. I need to take my nap at 10, Dominic chuckles. I'm going to take a nap during this boring meeting. If they turn the lights down, I'm counting sheep, David jokes. Although I'm sitting between them, they carry on their conversation as if I'm not there. They lean over me to speak to each other, and each time one leans over, I squeeze my thighs together. I'm afraid that they can smell the excitement brewing between my legs. This is slow torture. I just want one of them to put his hand up my dress and give my clit a squeeze. The other one can pinch my nipples. <sighs> I need to stop. I have to leave before I embarrass myself. Hey, Dominic, do you have any gum? David asks. Dominic reaches into his pocket and pulls out a pack of gum. David reaches for a piece, but he drops it, and it falls in my lap. I'm afraid that the heat from my pussy is going to melt that gum. David looks at my lap and then smiles at me, and he grabs the gum from my lap. That's it. I have to leave. If I don't leave this room right now, I'm going to get on my knees and blow them at the same time. As I'm preparing to sprint out of the room, the office manager finishes his long, boring presentation. Oh, perfect. Now I can really get the hell out of here. I try to stand on shaky knees, and I feel slightly lightheaded, and the throbbing of my pussy needs to be tended to. I rush out of the conference room to my cubicle. I sit down and push myself as close as I can to the desk. I shove my index and middle finger into my vagina. I moan slightly. People around me are busy talking or working, so no one hears me. I really wouldn't give a fuck if they did. I scoot down to my chair to get my fingers further inside me. I close my eyes and I think of the train. I'm on my knees with my mouth full of their dicks and I am sucking like a pro. Oh, she a nasty bitch, David says to Dominique. Let's see how nasty, Dominique replies. They both withdraw from my mouth. David rips my dress off me. He positions himself on the floor. Come sit on top of me, he commands. I slide down on his dick. And he smiles at me. Oh, his dick is so big. But I'm no punk, so I stifle the scream that's stuck in my throat. I feel Dominic move closer to me. David grabs the back of my neck and forces me to kiss him. Dominic slaps my ass as he kneels behind me. He spreads my ass cheeks and spits directly into my asshole. There's no time to prepare myself for the pain that comes next. 
He plunges his cock into my ass with reckless abandon. I don't know which wonderful pain to concentrate on. I want to moan, but I can't. David is choking me while Dominic is pulling my hair. The pounding in my ass and pussy is intensifying, and I cannot wait for them to come. I want to feel them unload inside me. When they nut, it feels like a water main has burst inside of me. I feel like I'm the most delectable cream pie. The image of my pussy and ass overflowing with their cum sends me over the top. I'm about to orgasm. I wish I wasn't at work so I could scream their names. I bite down on my bottom lip. I'm about to come. I'm about to come. I say it over and over again in my head. My legs start to shake and a sweet release runs down my thighs. I don't want to open my eyes. I want to bask in this afterglow, but I know that I have to work at some point. I push away from my desk and I open my eyes. And at this horrifying moment, I wish I could just disappear. The train is standing in the entrance of my cubicle. You forgot this in the conference room, Dominic smirks as he holds my badge. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back. Uh, so, Camria, um, did you like the two stories? <laughs> I did. Um, you know, this collection has like, what, six or seven yes. different stories in it. And so we knew we wanted to use something, but it was like trying to figure out which ones and what was the best mix and that whole kind of thing. But I like the two that we picked because they give us something good to talk about. <laughs> yeah. So I will start with the tease. Mm-hmm. And the first time I read this story, I thought of the great Cardi B's quote in which she said, <laughs> I talk about my pussy all the time because my pussy my best friend. Yes. <laughs> and I feel like there are so many times that women, we got to talk to our pussy and be like, look, bitch. Calm the fuck down with your fast ass. (laughs) You know, it's not about you. It ain't about you. And I think we we so often talk about (laughs) thinking with our heart versus our head. And we forget that, like, sometimes our pussy be making some fucked up decisions for us. (laughs) Like, you know, with all your mind that this man ain't for you. Mm. You know, with all your heart that this man ain't for you. Mm. But your home girl, your little pussy, your little pocketbook, your little (laughs) coupappy, whatever you call it, be like, hey, bitch. Don't forgive me. And she will have you in some fucked up situations. It's true. So um, I really like this because this reminds me of all the times that I've had to like talk to my pussy and be like, girl, calm down. <laughs> and she is like an ignorant homegirl. Like, nah, but fuck that. We can do it. We can do it. We can go out and make it home <laughs> in time worst for work. impulse. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you doing the fucking walk of shame to work and shit. Exactly. Exactly. So one of the things that I also liked about this, um, she said that the reason that she kind of got, she even found herself in this dilemma with this guy was because she was like talking shit on her pussy to do Mm -hmm. and he was going to teach her a lesson. Mm -hmm. Do you talk shit on your pussy? (sighs) Shit. Only when I'm actually actively using it, you know, (laughs) (laughs) like see how wet this pussy is like you know what i mean like when i'm in the act but no i don't talk shit on my pussy ahead of time 
Oh. Mm-mm. Shit. I'm, I'm taking it. You do. Oh, I do. My pussy could, like, fucking buy and sell <laughs> homes and all that. <laughs> oh. Bitch, what she said? <laughs> you know what? So, speaking of that. Wait. So, I really like that line because I think that there she are she said he's a real estate agent? Yeah, I think yeah. so many times, like, we have... We have been in positions where we felt like we've been with someone and be like, oh, this nigga is all I need. He is the alpha, the omega, the Mm. beginning, the end. He is all I need. However, I hate it when men Mm -hmm. do that shit. Mm -hmm. Have you ever been like just in a bad mood and a nigga be like, you need some dick? (sighs) That's the fastest way to dry anything up. I don't need shit. I mean, maybe I do, but let me remember. Let me realize it. You don't tell me what what I need. Your shit is not a fucking cure all. It's not fucking tussing. Like you just (laughs) pour it on shit, and I'm gonna be better. Tussing on it. Like bitch, get the fuck away from me. Like that. That would instantly turn me off. Yeah, and so that that was that was a cool part because (laughs) I like have been in situations where I'd be like, look, life is wrong. All I need is this man and his dick, and and the sun will shine brighter. But on the other end, like, I think (laughs) because women say that to themselves, Mm -hmm. men are quick to... It's kind of like when you go to the nail shop and Mm -hmm. you know you need to get your lip wax, but then they offer your lip wax. Bitch, I see this. You let me tell you that I need my lip wax. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Don't be offering up no lip wax. You know what's fucking funny, though? See, I have anxiety Mm -hmm. and... I've been having like a super high anxiety past couple of weeks. There's a lot of shit going on. And legit on Monday, (laughs) my friend was like, your partner, my partner was like, hey, come over here. He was like, you're super stressed. Let me do something about that. And I felt away. I was like, I don't want no pity fuck. He was like, first of all, it's never a pity fuck. Mm -hmm. He's like, but second of all, I mean, that should help you relax. And I really couldn't say shit. I mean, you could offer some weed or some fucking shopping. You could have, you know, he real on the straight and narrow. Wasn't gonna well, be none of that. That's fine. But it was fucking. Give me a credit card. Numbers would have gave no. Nope, gave me worked. that kind of excitement I felt too. Absolutely fantastic. After it was exactly what I needed. But the the my immediate instinct don't was like, tell me what that. I need. Yeah, yeah, I want that shit. But I did again. I did back it. to the lip wax, like bitch. <laughs> I see my shit as furry. Exactly. You see, I see you see my shit as furry, but let me be the one to tell you exactly. that I need my lip wax. But I'm not going to front. I am glad to know that I have another tool in my anti-anxiety toolbox, which is his penis. Okay. Well, I'm <laughs> glad you can add that to your uh, list of, you <laughs> know, can. things. Hopefully you can, you know, use your FSA card. <laughs> well, you can use your FSA card to buy condoms and lube. Can you really? You can use your FSA card to buy condoms and, uh, like... You can't buy like Astroglide, but you can buy, buy like pre-seed. So like when you're trying it's to like get pregnant, pre-seed. it's like the lube that because lube it kills with sperm. mobility. Yeah, but okay. pre-seed keeps them swimming. Hmm. Okay, well, let me not say lube that. kills sperm because I don't need motherfuckers talking. <laughs> squirt it slows lube them pussy. down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. So you can buy like that kind of shit with oh, it. Oh, I didn't know that. So yeah, hey. so you can you know, there's some sort of uh health. Right off. All I literally see in my head is the tip trail video with the credit card. (laughs) (laughs) Now it's hoes take cash app. (laughs) Cash app and Zelle. We don't need you to scan a credit card down. But it literally is just making me think of that. I mean, iconic moment. Iconic moment. Shout out to our homeboy Nelly from Mm -hmm. the 314. Oh, he's problematic, isn't he? Is he? I think he had like a sex situation. Like a, 
rape situation oh. or rape allegations. You know, everybody have rape allegations that magically get uh, disappear, and we don't never hear exactly. About so it okay, was one so of take those. Take back the shout, the shout out. Exactly. Yes. That was me taking out the shout out until I can further confirm that he is unproblematic. Mm-hmm. That's um, not gonna happen. Yeah. Okay, so you don't talk shit on your pussy. I don't. Um, yeah. Just just in the act. Like, it's very much a, you feel that, you know, with yeah. that kind of thing. But it's never a, wait till you get in there. No. Mm-mm. I brag <laughs> on other shit. Wait till I show you. Yeah. <laughs> wait till I show you how my pussy works. Oh, God. I'm sorry. Brian McKnight. Yeah. I don't mm. know if we can shout him out either. But anyway. No, I would prefer not to. So, the tease of this story is so sexy to me Hmm. like i just i i am an impatient person by Mm -hmm. nature whatever bitch i don't need you to co-sign so quickly it's a self-drag bitch oh okay well we we drug ourselves um yeah the tease and the it's just so fucking sexy Mm -hmm. to me because i love the anticipation i love like waiting and imagining and all of that like I could totally see myself in bed with a whole whole story situation (laughs) of a dick that I barely even like saw let alone felt the warmth of when she said that he don't let her like yeah feel the actual warmth oh I was like you cold motherfucker see and then I'd fuck him and rip his dick off and bang it against my chest (laughs) and then he'd be mad wondering (laughs) She ripped her dick off. What happened? You was playing too many damn games. Mm-hmm. Playing too many games. Mm-hmm. So, um, what about you? You like the tease? I do like a tease, but only to a certain point. You know how? <laughs> you know, go I, play, go play, go play. <laughs> you know, I hit walls, right? Like, you know, when we texting, mm-hmm. you always know that I hit my wall because it'd be like the three dots and then they go away and then the phone is going to ring two seconds later. Uh-huh. That's me. In, like, all situations. I'm good until I'm not good. And then I'm like, okay, fuck this. Fuck Either we're going to do this or we're not going to do this. And then I'm out. So, yes. Just, you got to you gotta know the delicate balance of how much you can tease me before I'm like, all right. Because I'm an Aries. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm like, fuck this shit. <laughs> Have you had those situations where you're, like, with someone and then, you know, like, and it was like, okay, this is cool. But now, like, okay, nigga, turn the page. So, remember homecoming last year? Mm-hmm. I took a young gentleman home with me uh-huh. who had been properly vetted by the people. Mm-hmm. And it was very, you know, hot and heavy, whatever. He was drunk. I was completely sober. Mm-hmm. Um, and things started going. And they were very good. Mm -hmm. And at one point, I was just like, oh, you know, I exclaimed about how good the situation was. And he said some talking, some talking shit, talking about, yeah, you need to get you a Scorpio. And I'm like, huh? okay, Yeah. All right. Now, (laughs) which is also when I realized I don't think I've ever fucked a Scorpio. Like, I know that they have these reputations, but I don't think I've actually ever done that before. I don't think I've ever fucked a Scorpio either. I mean, aren't they evil? I mean, I have some great friends who are Scorpio. Yeah, I have who good are friends who are Scorpio, but they're women, so yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Niggas are evil. Yeah, so. not all of them to our all great gentlemen, yes. non-problematic listeners. <laughs> but anyway, yes. So he was bragging on himself, but whatever. So we're going and going, and it's just 
all it's a lot of foreplay and i like foreplay Mm. But I was ready to get to the main event. Yeah, I am quick to be like, Come record on, scratch. Let's go. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, take that off now. Let's yeah. go. Or put that on now. Whatever. Yeah. And um, it just kept going. But And then I realized, I'm looking at him. <laughs> we, like, changed venues. And he ain't look quite right. He's <laughs> <laughs> a little unsteady. He was green in the face. Yes. Oh, that's why it was a delay tactic. Yes. And so I literally had to be like, oh, shit. You're not well. Stop. Yeah, you're not well. I'm going to catch a case fucking Yeah. And he was like, nah, nah, I'm good. I was like, nigga, consent go both ways. And you are too drunk to consent. And a bitch ain't trying to catch a case. You're so sweet. And so I legit shut it down. Good. And I like sent him to the bathroom and like gave him like <laughs> like helped him to like he had to vomit like uh-huh. it was it was it was not good yeah but so it yeah that was like because at first it was just like okay this is fun and then it was like okay this is going on too long and yeah. then it was like something is wrong <laughs> so you know me and kissing oh yeah and it's not your thing like I I love kissing Oof, love it I know. Look at me. Listeners. She looks get real close. Get real close. To you, get real close to your disgusted. Uh, to your I was gonna say to your mic, to your speakers. <laughs> Listen to me. Kissing is nasty. It's not. It's gross. It's sexy as fuck. So the only but I do I mean, I am learning to enjoy kissing more. And um, you know, so when I'm like making out, I kiss. But then if it's too much kissing, I am aware of the fact that I'm kissing. And then I get back in my head and I'm like, oh, like, oh somebody's mouth is in my mouth. <laughs> yeah. And so then I have to like slow that shit down. Okay. I can't think of a particular instance where I've like had to tap out. But I definitely am. Like tap out on a tease? Yeah. Just yeah. tap out on the like, okay, this That's is enough. too much. Because. Cause yeah, you, it's kind of like when you know how when you're drunk and you get to a point, and it's for me, I get to a point. It's either like either I'm gonna keep drinking and I'm gonna go, or I'm gonna or keep drinking and I'm gonna sleep. go sleep. Yeah, that's how it is with foreplay. Either mm-hmm. we get to a point where it's like, all right, it's go time, mm-hmm. or we get to a point where it's like, pack your dick up and let's. Right, you keep ain't it really trying to do nothing. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. All right. So moving on to the train. Mm, yeah. Opening part of the the story that I love mm. was that homegirl was clearly on team fuck this shit. <laughs> she, she was like, I wear black because I'm she was on the ca- <laughs> She was the captain <laughs> of team fuck, fuck this, this shit. shit. I'm here for my two week for my check every Ooh, two God. weeks. I hate y'all niggas. I'm dead inside. All y'all can I, I can barely to read that without cat bags of dicks link. for y'all to suck every day because yes. fuck this. And when she y'all. told that nigga Bob. You ain't my supervisor. <laughs> In the most like dead ass, just, like you ain't my supervisor. Uh-uh. Fuck you. She's like, I don't know if anybody saw you. And your you TPS this, reports. But a ru- literally, I saw him in my head. That's what Bob looked like to me. Yeah. The, yes. uh, mm, it'd be really nice if you could uh, <laughs> come in no, on Bob. Saturday. Yeah. She was clearly on team fuck this shit, um, which I found hilarious because she also found like the one piece of thing that kind of kept shit alive at work because we've all been these niggas <laughs> we've all been in situations at work where yeah. we're like you know what's the thing that i can hold on to that makes me get up and do this shit every day exactly yes and for her it's the train what's the name brian and dominique 
David and Dominic. Oh, see, I, I didn't gave yeah, them the wrong Y'all, I'm bad with name. names. Yeah. Okay, so David and Dominique, <laughs> and they are wowza. And I, so one of the questions I have for you, because mm. she was like, hey, I'm captain of the team. Fuck this shit. I don't want to be here. Fuck this. Fuck this job. Fuck everybody here except fuck for you. Yeah. My booze. Mm-hmm. David Who and Dominique. don't even know her, which is I know. crazy. Yeah. But so she said, I like them because I want them to run a train on me. A good, <laughs> nasty, sloppy. But also, it's not choo-choo. a train. So I was very much like, okay. So, yeah. So I was going to ask you, what are your thoughts regarding like the terminology? Do yeah. you prefer train, threesome, menage? It's not a train. Menage <laughs> uh, what do you, What are your thoughts on I it? mean, to me, a train is like multiple dicks. Like... Two is not multiple. Okay, so the very first porn that I ever, like, <laughs> <laughs> legit watched was at my homegirl's house down the street. She had, like, gone in her parents' fucking stash, and we was in the basement, and nobody ever Oh, y'all was watching porn early. I don't, I don't know how old we were. I mean, we I didn't see porn until college. But this really? was, we went to college, and we came to college and covered wagons on the Conestoga <laughs> And so we didn't have, this was like, you know, like it, it wasn't internet. And so. Yeah, no, this was like a VHS tape. I, we were probably in middle school, maybe. And I think that's the first time I'd ever seen porn. Mm-hmm. It's certainly the first thing I remember. And it was like. Male centered. Some. Absolutely. And so they, they had like this chick. And I, I'm trying to remember because, you know, my shit's like Swiss cheese. Cause trauma. But she was like. <laughs> I thought she was talking about my thighs. <laughs> All this good That's cellulitis. Cheese and it's beautiful. Oh, I like it. Shake and bake. Yes. Cellulitis. Um, no, it was, I think, so I, what I remember is they had the woman like sitting in a chair and they were like interviewing her. But it wasn't like, you know, when you watch porn now, it's not really an interview. It's like her like pulling out her nipple. No. Okay. So on some of the porn sites on like the like really kinky, like on like some of them, mm. they do an interview I'm not sure if it's a before or after because I usually scrub through that part because I'm like, <laughs> let's get to the fucking part. Right. But they interview them and I think it's more of like a a check-in, like, you consented to all of this, right? And so she's like sitting there like, yeah, I consent. Uh, I so was it one of those nah, type things? I, I feel like they were like asking her, you know, you like to fuck. You a nasty little bitch, huh? Like, oh, God. <laughs> Talking <laughs> shit. I mean. And then they, she like goes in right into situation, a room. I like it too. Right. And then it, it's like, they, it, I, from what I remember, I think they were just like adding dudes. I think they got up to like eight or nine dudes. And it was, it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a legit ass train. So in my mind, Mm-hmm. Like that's what I default to when I think of a train. Like literally, like choo choo, motherfucker, a line of niggas. See, for me, a train is, in my mind, a train is like niggas nothing in you, and you getting nothing out of it. Mm. I mean, and yeah, I, no, and I'm some not, women, and I'm not some yeah. some people like that. Uh, you know, again, I ain't yucking and yum. If you like Mm-mm. being used, <laughs> I mean, I might on a on a nice date too, yeah. but you know it. For me, a train is like, you know, just no care or concern mm-hmm. for the oh, woman's yeah. or for the other the person's, other person's yeah. the sexual needs or the recipient's needs, needs as a or person. desires <laughs> or wants, you yeah. know, it's just like you here, we sticking it in something. Mm. Let's go. Hmm. 
Whereas, I mean, I tend to use the term threesome mm -hmm. or, well, <laughs> again, <laughs> it's very thoughtful. <laughs> Biting the lip, eyes rolling in the back of my head. Mm. No, yeah. I tend to use the term threesome, um, even if it's more than three, just because in my mind, it's just like, you know, group sex, people doing things, touching places, uh, stuff going places. See, for me, when I hear group sex, I think orgy. So I imagine a lot of people fucking and fucking each other. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The terminology is interesting. But I will say that when I read the train, just two dudes didn't make me like that was. Which I think different. also says a lot about the uh, the headspace of what's the girl's name? Mistress Envy. No, the, oh, the woman. Uh, we the, don't. Oh, uh, Brenda. Bernice. Oh, Bernice. <laughs> Brenda. <laughs> you didn't get everybody a new name. <laughs> Brenda, Brian, and Dominique. Dominique's the only one whose name I yes. know. Um, Bernice. 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 Yes. <laughs> uh, she got a name like she, she go to bu lunch buffets and be like, make sure you give me the noodles from the back. Because everybody be breathing on the ones in the front. Now you and I don't say this somebody to, named Bernice. No, I don't say this disparagingly because I know you the tricks too. of a good bu lunch buffet. See, I don't. You so grab I just from the thought back. that was a very surprising uh, moment. I just no. learned some shit. Yeah, you grab from the back. <laughs> and <laughs> that could be you. That piece of advice I'm can be used say, multiple That's places. what she said. I, I like it. Um, But what was I? Oh, shit. I lost my train You of were saying. Oh, it shows the, the, the frame of thought of yeah. Bernice. And I guess that's why they're like, oh, she's just, you know, a quiet, you know, they don't. Mm -hmm. She was like, they don't recognize me because she probably is sexually repressed. Or I don't want to say repressed, but just but, but, but not she exposed to a lot. Right. But then she said a prissy, prudish, whatever person would call it a menage a trois. And I'm like, what they? Well, in her mind, she's probably like, yeah, she's like, but I am a nasty bitch. So I'm going to use the most raunchy term ever. Right, right. It's kind of like when you, talk, when you talk to someone and I can't come up with a good example. But, you know, you talk to someone and they're like, you know, I'm living on the wild side. And you're like, and what you just do? Got, like, and you're like, socks on. I wore white after Labor Day. And you're like, no, bitch. And that's kind of what I feel with her. She's like, I mean, like, granted, yeah, yeah. her well, fantasy but I'm about was to great. Say, her fantasy was great. She knew also, what. Also, this bitch masturbated at her desk. So, uh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> have you ever masturbated? Well, you've never worked Hell in a real office. Nah. You have. I, well, no, I haven't worked in an office in whew, more than a decade. Yeah. But fuck no. I have never. And no judgment if that is a thing, because it looked like you about to say you have. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I have always worked in super, you know, I work magazines. It's very collaborative. You got people in and out your office. Nah, son. You don't so? <laughs> no, no, I haven't. Yeah. Tell your story. <laughs> I mean, it's not even a story. Like, I, well, I've had lots of work sex, but I've also yeah. had, like, masturbation at work sex hmm. yeah Isn't not even like masturbation at work hours? masturbation sex no in the middle of the day how oh my god i sound like a fucking sexual predator no you don't i just i'm trying to work out the the mechanics and the logistics so i was fooling around with a little little some somebody little freak uh i was fooling around little freak and we was you know getting spicy in the middle of the day and he was like 
come for me. And I was like, now? And he was like, yeah, right now. I was like, okay. I mean, had I, you know, been in a different space or whatever, I probably would like, I was going to say, if you told me to do it right now, I probably wouldn't. (laughs) No, I probably would um, for the right person. And I can't do it right now because my office is like all glass yeah, right now. Yeah. But, you know, in the right situation, yeah. I mean, I definitely would have said so wait, no. Were y'all like texting in these other Yeah, we was, like oh, okay. we was like sexting in the, in middle, the middle of the day. Of the day. I'm yes. such a whore. <laughs> it's fine. I fuck in the middle of the day all the time. Yeah, so I was sexting in the middle <laughs> of the day. And then he was like, you know, we talking shit. Mm-hmm. I was, you know, doing my self-written porn. Uh-huh. Uh, my self-written erotica. And, um... You know, he was like, it, me talking shit on my pussy. Mm-hmm. He was like, well, come for Bit. me. Okay. And I was like, challenge. Challenge. <laughs> and I did. And it was a good one. Huh. And then, you know, kept it moving. Wow. I think. <laughs> Might have been one. He been like, all right, I'm done. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> have a good day. <laughs> Got you. <laughs> but, okay. but I've never been caught. Thank God. That's a lot. Yeah. <sighs> okay. This is a logistics. Lie. Yeah, logistics. Like, I, I can't even like not wear underwear because it's a problem. Like, how? <laughs> how do oh you? Gosh. I mean, I wasn't <laughs> squirting at my desk. <laughs> and shit, it wasn't like that. I, like, I, yeah, I, you know, you're so, definitely soggy, right? You know, I don't wear like work clothes. I don't know what those are. Yeah. So I'm like, how do you? I think I might have had on a skirt. I probably had on a skirt. Okay. Uh, and close my. D- Close my office door. And, mm-hmm. you know, when your office door is closed, I mean, I think I locked it, but it's always a signal like the fuck on. some shit's going on. Yeah. Knock on the door. Um, Yeah. Close the door. Sat at my desk. Rubbed one out. Done. Wow. And I went back to work. That's dope. Yeah. So, I mean, it was I like I've had more office sex and office masturbation, mm-hmm. but I ain't going to say that I haven't had office masturbation. Hmm. Um, yeah, it was pretty damn dope. Uh, have you ever had a crush on a coworker? Oh, shit. Or a, like a fantasy or, you know. Uh, huh. A minor one once. So. <laughs> huh? No. Uh, <laughs> okay, we're mouthing <laughs> names to one another right now. <laughs> okay. So. I mean, I have always worked in magazines before I, you know, started working for myself as a editorial consultant and doing all this shit. And so those are, I prefer black men. And those are widely, there are very few black men in those spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, I did at one point, I was crushing on someone and we actually went on what I discovered partway through was a date. <laughs> you told me <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize it was mm. a date, which has actually happened to me like three times. Yeah, I have no idea how that's going. <sighs> but, uh, well, it was happened to me twice. And what's funny is they were both white men. Oh, shit. Oh, yes. my God. It happened to me once. See? Oh, my God. <laughs> and I, you know, whenever I tell, like, share this, I'm like, I feel like... I don't know what they, what it is about that, that that dynamic where like they ask you out but they're not really clear. So like in this situation, this person was my friend. They asked if I wanted to go see a movie, and I said yes. And I thought we were just as friends going to this movie. But then like he like came around and opened my door, and I was like, uh oh. 
<laughs> you ain't from the South. This ain't your normal. <laughs> right. And then we went to eat before the movie and he paid. And I was like, oh, fuck, are we on a date? Um, and I mean, I, you know, I thought it was a cutie pie, but it, we're really good friends. Or I've definitely had dates where I've looked at men and was like, look, you ain't getting no pussy. So if you want to go half on this meal. That's okay. I'm perfectly okay with that. Because <laughs> if I, I, when we went to uh, Fogo the Child, uh-huh. it was on some random like, oh, let's go grab some. I'm sorry, I'm going to let you finish your story. But it was yeah. on some random like, you know, let's go grab a meal. Mm. New restaurant opened, went to Fogo, we ate, and then the bill came, and I, like, happened to see, and I had to pause doing, like, look, (laughs) I would, like, this is expensive, I'll go half on you, because you ain't getting no pussy, but I'll tell you now, if I was you, and I paid this much for somebody to eat, they sucking or fucking, so... (laughs) Really though, Karen gave me like the most like ignorant. Look. Yes, because you you feel like niggas ex- like. Well, there's two questions there, right? Do you think that men expect ass because they pay for some shit? I and then, uh, no, I no. Well, let me explain something. I don't feel obligated to give ass okay, because that was they be pay my for second some part. shit. <laughs> However, if I was a nigga and I paid <laughs> some random bitch before <laughs> I put out, and this was like right out of college niggas making like four dollars an hour i mean you know we went it was it was a stretch and this was like i didn't really but it was like you know like anniversary level dinner Mm -hmm. you know like cost and stuff and Mm -hmm. so i was like whoa this is special occasion yeah bro if i was if i was you and i took a rando out (laughs) and we ended up at an anniversary did i be like hey bitch so what you you got (laughs) <laughs> i'm so horrible that's so problematic i know that i hold problematic views and i will check myself on them and i know i don't feel obligated to give niggas mm. ass but if i was a nigga and i spent 200 dollars on a chick i barely knew for fucking meat sweats i'd be like yo <laughs> that ain't the only meat you eating tonight oh my God. <laughs> okay huh. sorry and that ends erica's problematic hour <laughs> I'm trying, so I've never had any ma- anyone make me feel like I owed them or whatever. And I've never, and it wasn't that that dude made you feel that way. It was just what was playing in your head. Yeah. I don't think I've ever felt that way. Yeah. I don't think I have. Yeah. I probably hit you yeah. with the hardest. <laughs> if you did, tried to act like I owed you something. Like, right. Can y'all get your old crusty ass on? Yeah. I don't think that's. That's interesting. I I do wonder if if um, if men are being super honest if they ever do really. I, I mean I think they do. I think especially this mis- these misogynistic ass dudes that be trolling folks on Twitter who absolutely like the ones who will be like you know this is why niggas don't want to take y'all out because y'all expect people to pay for this that and the third and you don't even want to you know try to build nothing or you know all yeah, the. I've been the really lucky to like just generally mouth. date like nice guys because yeah. even when I told dude that he looked at me and just laughed. I mean, like he, we were, it was, we, it was very funny, and mm-hmm. no, I don't think I ended up fucking. But anyway, yeah, it was really. <laughs> he was a, he was a good guy, and I, I've been lucky and to have not to have avoided, yeah, like or at least avoided like intimate, you know, situations. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've definitely run across a few niggas like that, but we've never made it to right because you can see that already. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So weeding them out. Okay, so oh no, I was telling oh, the story sorry, yeah. about. So not about them, but another thing that I've experienced with white men with this whole Mm -hmm. accidental dating shit. So the other time, which was really the egregious time, 
I interviewed for uh, this to work at this magazine. Got along Drop really a name. well. No. Oh, <laughs> Got along really well with the guy who I was interviewing with. Came back for a second interview. Then allegedly they decided that they actually weren't going to build out this new division that they were. Oh, that's at fucked up. Oh, and so then he used it as a pussy grab. Well, basically he was like, well, he called me and was like, you know, we decided not to move forward with creating this division. But, you know, because one of the things we connected on was his volunteer work. And, you know, I'm always, you know, what can I do? Um, and he was like, you know, we should grab dinner and talk about like how you can work with the organization. And I was like, bet, let's do that. We meet at this restaurant and it's, you know, it's fine. We talk. We we are actually talking about the thing we're supposed to be talking about, whatever. And then he's like, you know, there's a speakeasy around the corner where this is New York. Um, You know, you want to try it out? And I ain't never been to a speakeasy before. I'm like 24, 25. I'm like, shit, yeah, let's go. It's one of these. You got to know the password and mm-hmm. nondescript door, you know, whatever. Go have a really good drink. This is back when I used to drink liquor. Um, but as he starts drinking, it becomes very clear <laughs> that he wants some of that. Yes. Some of that what? That ass. Yeah. And it was so then it's like super awkward because I'm not in any way interested in this guy. I did genuinely want to work on this charity stuff with him. And now I'm out on this date that I didn't realize was a date. And I got to like extract myself. And the camera of today First of all, I would have not gone to your, this, you your know, spidey whatever. senses would have. Yeah. Exactly. But also, if I had gotten to that point and I realized what was going on, I would have been like, hey, I'm happy to work with you on, you know, this, but I'm not interested in you. And I would have fucking left. Yeah. Um. But I was like, oh, you know, so I played it out. I didn't, you know, yeah. whatever. But then, like, you know, he walks me to the train and he's like all in my face. And that's when I finally had to be like, yeah, no, 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 no. No, no, no. (laughs) I feel like so often um, this is how like men end up like being. Well, this is how like these sexual harassment cases Mm. or um, these situations come about where women are put in these really creepy fucking positions Mm -hmm. with these guys who are just like, oh, because had you, you know, called him out on it like, dude, you're trying to fuck mm-hmm. you know he'd have been like oh no we're just trying to connect because exactly. you know now you in gas lit exactly and you in a small ass industry where everybody knows everybody exactly. and if he decides to be a vindictive asshole now we got another whole situation and you know that's one of those uh you know when i was a kid when the whole anita hill clarence thomas wish we the same age situation i too was a kid when well i'm happened. talking to our listeners okay shit. but i was a kid when the anita hill clarence thomas situation went down and so i didn't really understand it as it was going on but now that i'm an adult and mm-hmm. i've been working for years and i watched the documentary that yeah, hbo did HBO. Mm-hmm. and i'm like i totally get this i totally understand it and i don't think men understand how as a woman you are put in situations with like creepy fucking guys. Yeah. And a lot of times it's just, I mean, I hate to say it, but it's just easier to just be like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Fuck it. Tell him to leave me alone. He knows not to cross the line with me. Right. But there's probably, you know, a few other chicks that aren't as, you know, able as, to stand up and exactly, in it. exactly. Yeah, for various reasons. Or, you know, like there are a good number of men that I deal with professionally mm-hmm. that, are fucking creeps Mm. and unfortunately 
not that I keep them around, but I have to like. You still have to interact with. Them I still have to interact with them because I know I'm gonna see them at a fundraiser, or at this, or at mm-hmm. that, or at this. And so to outside, they're like, "Oh yeah, Erica's cool with so and so." I'm like, "No, he's a fucking creep. Mm-hmm. His phone's in my in my his numbers in my phone because I know I'm gonna run into him and I can't burn that bridge." But he's a fucking creepazoid. Mm. So you know, I'll step off my soapbox and we'll probably go into this a little bit more at some other point. But I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, and it's this pervasive, is, unfortunately. Exactly. And, and and I was gonna say this is from the woman that fucks and masturbate, masturbates at work, but I should be <laughs> able to fucking masturbate at work or talk about, you know. Oh, should you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know it's not usually expressly in the handbook. Okay, I no, no. Imagine, this is the but... woman that I, I should be able to be my whole sexual self without Correct. having Absolutely. to feel like right. I then can't reject the fucking creep this is a fucking creep yes. you know so absolutely anyway overarching theme for this these two stories mm-hmm. are i wanna lick, 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 lick you from your head <laughs> to your toes and hey. i wanna ooh, from the bed down 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 <laughs> to, to the floor i wanna ah, ah, make it so good i, I wanna leave and tell me what, 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 what's your fantasy okay so i <laughs> I never know the words you to a song. You started it, then you got part way yeah. through. Was and like, I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, know where this words. song is going, but we're just going to well, keep let's going. see where it ends up. So, <laughs> fantasies, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, in the tease, yeah. she had a fantasy of mm-hmm. dominant. In the train, Bernice had a fantasy <laughs> of the train. Um, Has there ever been someone you fantasized about? And not on some, like, I fantasize about uh, you know, Morris Chestnut, and then you know, but like someone a little <laughs> more, uh, someone a little more tangible that you've, you know, that's been in arm's reach that you fantasized about. Mm. I don't know. I mean, yes, but <clears throat> in general, I usually fantasize about people I've already had sex with like I could replay so you don't have forward facing fantasies like oh I'm gonna get that or I want that <sighs> yes I have and then I have and, so- then, <laughs> and how was it was it a, was it a letdown because that was gonna no. be my next question like have you ever Mm-mm. had a someone you fantasize about and then got it <laughs> no. got in the bed when it was like I mean I've definitely that was had... supposed to be the plinko the <laughs> <laughs> Yes. But anyway, okay. Yes, the price is right. Um, I so obviously I've had people who I had sex with and it was fucking trash, Mm -hmm. or who I had to stop because it was clear it was going to be trash. Wait, you stop like and put your panties on? Oh yes. Story time. I got a story right here. (laughs) And now welcome story time with Killer Ken. (laughs) So this dude. He went to to our school. He went to our college. And I used to see him like out. I never saw him on campus. But I always would see him Which whenever tells me, we would So he should have had a good dick if he like just. You would think. You know, like, because all the niggas with good dicks are the ones that. <laughs> all the niggas that do a lot of nothing. Got good dick. Got good dicks because they got nothing, nothing to do but, but work practice, on technique. Exactly. Okay, so sorry. So I used to see him all the time. Didn't even really know his name, but it was one of those where you see this cat all the time. So y'all speak, you know, mm-hmm. and plus, you know, I'm real bad about remembering Names. people's faces mm-hmm. and whatever the fuck. So 
saw him after I moved to New York after college randomly somewhere. Still didn't know his name. Just knew that I <laughs> just knew that I knew him. So I think I think what I so we we spoke and then we <laughs> I think how I got his name was I just like gave him my phone to put his number in it. Good job. Smart bitch. And so we like decided to hook up. I think we went to the movies or something. And uh, I remember I went back to his apartment and there was a brush in the shower, but it looked like a woman had been using it. And he claimed it was his roommate's girlfriend. Of course, that was the first red flag, but whatever. I wasn't messing with him. So the next time we got together, we ended up back at my place. And I was like, all right, let's 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 try it out. So it's the biggest dick I've ever seen in real life. Nothing is worse than a big, like a massive <laughs> yes. dick. Who don't because mm-hmm. massive dicks are like really attractive people. Like you've lived your entire life off mm-hmm. of just being really attractive. Like you've put no effort into this yep. massive fucking dick. So you're literally just sloshing that bitch mm-hmm. around. Oh, yes. So you know my story. So oh. <laughs> get in there, pulls it out. It's like my forearm. Oh, my God. It's massive. So I'm already feeling a little trepidatious, but I'm like, all right, you know. Mama ain't raised no quitter. Yeah, let's let's see what we can do here. Foreplay's happening. There's not a lot of it. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm noting. Pulls it out. Puts on the condom. Remember that episode of Sex in the City where um, somebody was with the jackrabbit Carrie was? Mm-hmm. And she had like a, her neck was all bat- messed up the mm-hmm. next day. It was like that, except for he hadn't even got it in yet. <laughs> what was he doing just like nothing on your thigh I think it was like I, I mean I like a good rub on the situation but it was like like he was just like banging at the entrance and I was like oh, oh. nope that's enough you're just masturbating in me he wasn't even like, in me well masturbating on my on oh my yeah. gosh so I was like mm, nope he was like what you mean I was like no Put that away. <laughs> like it's and he looks so confused. Like we yelling at my dog. <laughs> right. But so he put it away. And I was like, "You, it's late. It's late. You can stay here if you want to. I was like, but don't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> and that was that. So he, when that. So he in bed, curled up in a fetal position. <laughs> opposite of you. Dick, not touching me because I told that nigga, With, do not touch me. <laughs> playing as you like fall asleep i mean it was either that or he was gonna have to leave in the middle of the fucking night and go back way way downtown i mean that's fine i feel like i did him a service by letting him stay well damn yeah okay. it was bad bad so oh. yes i had to stop him before we could even get going thus concludes Kenria's <laughs> bad dick story time yeah yes yeah. i was proud of myself for you know not yeah not going ahead with mm-hmm. something that wasn't it was working. clear that that was gonna be bad so he because he literally figured i think that he had a big dick and so he didn't have to really know how to use it and not me you're not gonna yeah. do that on me like i That's actually it. am a fan of a good medium dick like me too because you I mean, I, uh, you yeah had to put in some you had to hone that skill yeah i have experienced that where they know what they got but they also know how to use it really well and they know how to use other things have you ever had a dick so big it like surprised you that that guy 
Yeah, I was with a <laughs> dude, and he was a smaller guy. Mm. And he pulled his shit out, and it was like... Oh weighty <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like flopped out the only thing yeah the only thing that comes to mind was like wow that's a weighty stick <laughs> <laughs> my god I mean it was big but it was like heavy girthy and like mm. just weighty mm. he too didn't know what the fuck he was doing with <laughs> oh. it but I was just like my Cause I'm like, you walk around with waste. Like, like, what a waste if you don't know how to. No, well, no, you just, yeah. I mean, what, I mean, a waste for him. Has like sparkling he's, personality, but yeah, God. you know what I mean. Like that, he's got all of that, and he's probably not really having good sex because if he don't really know how to use it, he's not ultimately having. He's you know, not giving good sex. He might be yeah, having good sex. I, I mean, that's sure. the thing. Like, you know, it's, but it's sex so is much. Just, yeah, but even if he's getting it, imagine how much better it is if she's getting it too. You yeah, know what I mean? You're right. So he ain't really getting a full compliment of what could be going on. Yeah. I once told somebody. <laughs> <laughs> um, one time a man disrobed and I literally said, congratulations. <laughs> it was the first. It was, yo. That was the first thing that came to mind? Yes. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it was surprising. And it was, and he actually did know how to use it, so. Okay. Yeah, it was pretty good. That he makes me happy. A terrible person, but <laughs> he was really good at using his penis. All the time, good dicks are attached <laughs> to trash ass people. It happens often. Because it is here's nice the thing. when you can find it all together. I very, very rarely, I does I do I feel does I feel very rarely <laughs> do I feel that anyone's like completely a trash person. Um, and sometimes mm-hmm. you're completely. <laughs> <laughs> being <a> trash <laughs> you are a trash person you just got a really good dick and that was the lord being like you know what we're gonna give you one redeeming quality <laughs> and this will be your gift <laughs> oh shit that's awful awful oh i'm trash nah you're not trash you're honest yes i am so um this wraps up this week's episode of the turn on thank you for joining us yeah it's your uh, lovely host, Erica and Killa, signing off. And we are two hoes making, making it clap. clap. This week's episode was produced by us, Erica and Kenria, and edited by Ballistic. The theme song is from Brazy. Please subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast app. Follow us on Twitter at The Turn On Pod and Instagram at The Turn On Podcast. And find links to books, transcripts, guest info, and other fun stuff at theturnonpodcast.com. Bye!